Hello, everybody, and welcome into a very special edition of Spartan Red Zone here on WDBM as we are live on the sports stream for the first time ever in this show's history. I'm back. True, and, back. and I didn't <laughs> let me get to it. third episode of the year. <laughs> Zach Sloak, everybody, is back in the studio this afternoon. He is not dead. He is returned from downriver um, because we have a road trip to go on tomorrow morning. Uh, Michigan State taking on the Indiana Hoosiers in Bloomington at Who's noon. Daddy? Um, so we'll get to that. Uh, not not super excited about getting up at 5 a.m. to head down for the four-and-a-half-hour drive to beautiful Bloomington. We also, I didn't tell you guys this, we have to stop at a Holiday Inn in Bloomington to pick up our credentials tomorrow morning. That's where they told us the cred pickup is. Is that the Holiday Inn we're staying in? It might be. Is it the one next to the stadium? I have no clue. It might you be. You filled out the travel request. I Did you get the itinerary from Jeremy? Because I oh, didn't. Oh, I did get hotel information. So let oh, me lovely. take a peek. Love that we're I'm discussing this ride. openly on the airwaves. Another special guest, along with Zach Sloak, is Nick Burt has made his return to the WDBM airwaves. Um, a very special guest every week on the Green and White Report last year, especially in second semester. Now decked out in... Beautiful green and yellow <laughs> Bo Nix spreading propaganda. Folks, Such we're, a weird we're, group we're, of we're, people. We're almost three weeks away from just history when Bo Nix wins the Heisman. But now still the favorite. a lot we, of work. We saw the Heisman, who's going to win the Heisman play last week, and he is the best player in the country, and it's not relatively not close. Anyways, and then, I wouldn't say Kyle McCord is the Heisman favorite. <laughs> I think the guy who's... Honda McCord? Yeah, Honda yeah. McCord. Was throwing then, the ball too, might be. The mainstay on this show is... Mr. JDC, Jay DeCoster, once again in the studio. Jay, how you doing on this Friday afternoon? I've been doing this every week, and we're, we got we got some special guests on now. I Two love the special guests that I'm technically you are listed a as guest. a co-host. Oh <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, this is crazy. Very special. We are live right now. I hope some of you out there are listening. If you're not, um, you can check us out. You'll uh, if you aren't listening live, then you're listening to the recording on Spotify, Apple Music or impact89fm.org slash sports or wherever you get your podcast. Amazon as well. Don't forget about that. Sometimes we're on the Odyssey app. I don't know. Um, unfortunately, Luke Sloan couldn't join us this afternoon. He was here for a couple minutes. That's why vibes are hard. high. But as Bill O'Reilly once said, we'll do it live. What are we doing? And we are doing it live. What this are we? The, that was the craziest doing? intro to a show I've ever this is encountered. the craziest group of people we've ever had to host a Michigan State football podcast about. Um, about a three and two, three and seven, three and, two, three and seven football team. That's why we're going to limit the amount of three and seven football talk we have. But we'll get to that first. Last weekend we were in Columbus. Michigan State lost thirty-eight to three. Marvin Harrison Jr. is really good. Anybody else have any takeaways from that football game? Honda McCord, Maserati Marv, Maserati Marv. Um, we heard you say he was the Heisman. Do you have a, yeah. Do you yeah. care to elaborate? Well, I mean, he, he played one half and one drive. He had three touchdowns, 170 or 168 all-purpose yards. Um, Yeah, he's ridiculously good at football. The person who I feel the worst about is Chance Rucker, who had really good coverage on him all night, but proceeded to get jumped over, mossed, um, didn't get to buckle the seatbelt all but one time. Um, no arms flared as a no-fly zone sign. Um, yeah, not not a pretty sight. Really, really upset that Sam Levitt didn't suit up, and I don't think he's going to be suiting up for the rest of the year. What is going on with that? Because I saw the quote from Harlan Barnett this week 
Like he's saying like they didn't mismanage him or something like that, but I mean it's kind of clear that they might have. For who? Uh Levitt. Oh yeah, that was I clearly they messed up. Like that's <laughs> pretty apparent. Playing him in I mean season. I don't think when they played him in Washington game and then what other game? Maryland. Maryland. I don't think they thought it was going to be this much of a dumpster fire at this point. I I also didn't think they'd make the mistake of benching Noah Kim for Kate Hauser, which I'm going to say was a mistake. Well, and now we had three quarterbacks that could all play at the high collegiate level, and now we're down to one. And hey, Andrew Scorfar, hey, what, what a performance! What a performance! Highest compl- uh, completion percentage in Michigan State football history. That's not true. Alante Brown holds that record. He also well, they, has a higher QBR and Alante, more passing yards. Alante Brown also has more career fumbles. So <laughs> I, tiebreaker goes to Andrew Scorfar, um, Dewitt legend. Um, but uh, the game was Ohio State's really good at football. They have Michigan the best State's player really in college bad. football. Michigan State, not very good. I didn't oh, think best Michigan player in college football. I, I didn't know Bo Nix was on that team. <laughs> Dude, he is the best he player in college most, football, he, like, and it's not even it's not even very, close. He, I'm not saying good. he's going to win the Heisman, but he overall, like, if you ask me who the best player in in the NFL is, I would say Trent Williams. He's a tackle, so he doesn't get the love. But he is the most dominant player in in the NFL, without a doubt. I don't. There's hate, nobody I don't who's hate close to as analysis. good as him. I just don't know if that's true. You got left tackle some love. I kind of like. No, that. he he is the best player in the NFL. You ask me who the best player in college football is. It's Marvin Harrison Jr. and it's not close. It's not close. He's a wide receiver who's going to get taken top three. Future Bear. Yes, possibly. Oh, Honestly, Marvin Harrison Jr. Him and Jim my, Harbaugh lighten it up team. for the Bears next year. Oh, God. oh, we'll imagine, talk about Jimbo that. in a little bit. He Jimbo's is, he, he, headed his way I, I, right I, to Las Vegas. I've tried to refrain from talking about Jim Harbaugh on these airwaves, but oh, I think I today today we can't not talk about it because it's just so incredibly funny. Shout out Uncle T. Uncle T. That fan base is what's, not uh, a joke. What's the uh, Cider Mill in East Lansing? Uncle John's? Uncle John's. Uncle John's. That's, that's in, <laughs> it's in St. John's. I know it's, it's in St. No, John's. It's like a 45-minute drive away. Well, it's in this near, guy's it, crazy. It's got a special place in the hearts of frat and sororities on this campus, so you watch your mouth. Um, shout out Hayride to all the Hayriders out there. Um, I don't think any Hayriders are listening to us right now. There are some Rough Riders listening in on this show. Shout out Nick Burt. Um, but yeah. let's get back to it. Now let's look ahead. I didn't think Michigan State looked that bad, all things considered, last week. Like It wasn't unwatchable. It was the most enjoyable blowout Michigan State's had all year, for me at least. Uh, maybe I'm just wrong, and I'm just getting right. used to it. No, you're no, right. I think I, you're I, actually right. There. I, I, that <laughs> game wasn't. That game wasn't like miserable to watch or to talk about. It was just clear. It, it, like Michigan, Michigan State played. Their defense looked. They, all, actually, they looked pretty good I considering think, they were yeah. playing Ohio State. Their offense is so non-existent. Jay Johnson fed the wolves. That's all I got. Yeah, I mean, I, I think no. I, I think they were able to move the ball a little bit until just they stalled and. Hey, you got a Jonathan Kim 53-yard field goal, so that was encouraging. They put up points. I just think the (laughs) the problem is that the the defensive side hasn't been terrible, but really the coaching staff itself just isn't – not it's non-existent. So you have 22 players on the field trying their best. There's some really talented players, Jordan Hall, Chance Rucker. uh, I think all the wide receivers have some talent to them. Nathan Carter. But there's just nothing there, especially offensively. The scheme is – I don't – if somebody asked me what the concept of is of Michigan State off, offensively, I cannot give you an answer. It's they want to run the ball, but they call really bad. But they don't situa- run the ball. They, let me set up. They want to run the ball. They call really bad plays at the beginning. The running backs get stuffed, and then they're like, "Oh, we can't run the ball. But, it's not the play call issue. Let's throw it thirty times." Or 
just do nothing. But they were averaging five yards a carry in the first half. Nathan Carter and Jaron Mangum were running the ball actually quite well in that first half, but they decided to keep giving it to Kate Hauser, who, newsflash, just isn't that guy. Like, I think we've proven. I think the best quarterback on this team is Sam Levitt. I think Noah Kim's better than Kaden Hauser. I think the coaching staff made the right decision to start the year, so is, and I don't think Kim was as bad as people. Is Noah Kim for sure out for the year? I don't yes. know how that works. He's, is they, he? they ruled yeah, him out uh, for the year. Barnett said on Monday he's, he's almost like definitely out for the year. Like so QB2 is Andrew Scorfar. I was going to say, it would just Basically, be nice to have him. Scorefar. Like, Let's be honest. No, Noah Kim is transferring this year. I think... A realistic spot for him to land is the spot that I picked him before this year. I think he's going to go to Virginia, Virginia Tech. He's good enough to start at both those schools. Maybe a Mac. He's school. from. He's from. He's that, going to a Mac school. He's, he's good to enough to start in the ACC. And uh, yeah, because the ACC also, is on the same true. level as the Mac. Yeah, well, I'm just saying, Tony Elliott, he, future Spartan. He's from. He's from that area. I can totally see him going to James Virginia Madison? or VT. They will be. They will be. I don't know if he's good enough to start on James Madison. Actually. Um, it is different. I don't know why, but it's different. Uh, Go Dukes. I, Big game this week. You know, him, I According wouldn't – To be honest with you, too, I wouldn't be surprised if Kane Hauser entered the portal unless oh, he loves either. the coach. And for him, I think he's a, he's a golden bear. I think he's going to Cal. I honestly wouldn't be surprised if all the quarterbacks enter the transfer portal. Sam Levitt, I think, is going to stay. But Levitt well, – Depending, depending on, on the coaching situation. Levitt's the only one, I think, that goes somewhere better. Yes. That's like Washington – no, I can see it now. He's going to go to Washington. Or he's, Oregon. No, Dante Moore is going to flip to be a duck. That's um, not going to happen. Yeah, well, he just Chip wanted some play fired, times. Maybe. Oh, does, if Chip Kelly gets fired and comes to East Lansing, does Dante Moore follow him? Oh, that's honestly your best bet. I don't want Dante Moore. He's not very good. <laughs> that <laughs> like, team is he's bad. He's also a true yeah. freshman. He is yeah. also true. That team is not bad. Like They're, what, 6-4 and four right now? Something like and that. And they have a chance to beat you. Like, they're not a bad football team. That offensive line is hit but most of the pac 12s anyways um <laughs> let's look ahead michigan state takes on indiana this weekend the battle for the brass spittoon who's your daddy the only chance michigan state to has a trophy in their case going into the offseason because they have the zero right now well that's, you never know land grant trophy next week yeah hey <laughs> i just said they have zero right now well, I, you just said this is a, might be their only opportunity. I, I'm going to stand by that take. Okay. <laughs> Indiana, 3-7. and seven, They have wins over Indiana State. Garbage. Wisc- they beat Wisconsin two weeks ago, 20-14. to 14, And they beat Akron in quadruple overtime, 29-27. to 27. This is such um, a good football game. They include On losses. Paper, hey, they only lost 23-3 to three at home to Ohio State. They lost 21. They lost 21-14 in the house that... Jimmers they built in Indianapolis. Uh, they lost to Louisville 21-14. That Louisville team is fraudulent. Keep that in mind. They're going to lose to Miami uh, tomorrow. Maryland, mm-hmm. they went to Maryland, lost 44-17, lost to Michigan 52-7, lost to Rutgers at home 31-14, kept it close with Drew Aller and the Penn State and the Lions 33-24, and then lost in overtime last week to Illinois. Um, they were up big in that one the first half, and they kind of just let it slip away. And yet uh, Tom Allen's still the head coach there. Yeah, future government cheese recipient. Tom Allen. Uh, I think if Bed Pad made that field goal last year, Tom Allen wouldn't have a job. Am I wrong on that? Uh, I think you are. I think he would have been on the team. I think they would have kept him regardless if, if they win that game where they completed two passes against Michigan State last year in East Lansing and Some, found a way yeah, to win. Yeah, one in regulation and one in overtime. And they won because Michigan State special teams was awful last year. Uh, the, the now, Michigan thing, State will not yeah. lose on that situation again tomorrow if that happens. They have a kicking team that can make a kick. They have a long snapper. Shout out Hank Wilson. What's I up believe. with Michigan State having long snappers with the first name Hank? Anybody else think that's weird? That's, that's 
two in a row. That's not what we're discussing on these airwaves. I'm just saying that's crazy. Nick, Go ahead. Do you have anything? Uh, this game, I, it's what a noon game. Yeah, noon noon so kick on WDBM East Lansing. Will be very sleepy. There may be twenty thousand people there. We will be on top of the press box on top tent. of Memorial Stadium. Jay, you might be in the tent with us. Do we have? I might have messed up. The hey, it might, it's going to be actually decently warm tomorrow. It will be fifty-five we, and sunny. Do we have confirmation that we're out there? Yes. That's upsetting. Okay. Um. So we'll be on top. Zach Sulok on play by play. I will be on cover. JDC will be live tweeting and writing the recap. Nick Burt will be at home watching and listening to us. Of I, course, I'll be tweeting my thoughts. Please, I need Not them. Not affiliated with WDBM. Yes, but. affiliated with um, Troy United because I can't remember the wiring company's name. <laughs> Diversified Wiring Cable. <laughs> yes. Did I get it? Got it. Boom. Um, but, yeah, both these teams, not very good. Both offenses, awful. Defenses, whatever. Um, a player to watch uh, is Donovan McCauley, I think. I mean, he's a good wide receiver for this Indiana offense. I was but... about to say Michael Penix, but I kind of keep forgetting that he's not there, even though I know he's at Washington. It feels like he's both at Washington and Indiana at the same time. What about Brendan Soresby, their quarterback? Oh, the guy who completed looks, two passes last year? No, that was Dexter Williams. He's their third-string quarterback. They have improved drastically at the position. But Michigan State, last time they went into Bloomington, two years ago they won 17-14. to 14. Man, It was game. a dumpster fire of a game. Cal Halliday with the pick six. Um, his right. first of three career defensive touchdowns in the green oh, and white. That would have been the 2021 season, yes. correct? Yes, so. that was the game before they played Michigan. Yeah. Yeah, it was and they, spooky. they looked awful in that game, Michigan State. And, and then they, they looked sneaked Shout away. Shout out Matt Coughlin for yeah. drilling a 52-yard field goal. I don't think it's... And then never doing anything again for this football yeah. team because he, like, messed up his hip. Anyways, let's move to around the country because, hey, we got two weeks left in the regular season. I can't believe We that. have a lot of teams that are still undefeated and can very I give much my, in conference can I, can contention. I, real quick, can I give my three least favorite teams in college football real quick? I would quick? love to hear this list. All right. Um... Where are we at? I had them all listed. Oh, Jesus. I'm sorry. He's currently scrolling through a uh, sports book app. Correct. Just so people know. Um, well, I know number two is Auburn. I cannot stand the Auburn Tigers or their quarterback. They play New Mexico State tomorrow. Yeah, and I think New Mexico State covers 25 and a half, even though Auburn looked unbelievable against the Hogs for some reason last week. Doesn't make any sense because they're a bad football team. Let's get the teams to uh, two and, or one and three. Uh, number one is the University of Michigan. They're a fraudulent team. Actually, they're pretty good at football. Ball, but they cheat, and Allegedly. America hates cheaters. Allegedly, uh, America's, well, team. America's team. Well, America hates cheaters, so America, America must be on Let's some be sort of list. Um, and number three is any team that is playing the troops. Wow. Any team that plays the troops is my least favorite team that week uh, because what I love the troops. So Coastal Carolina is on my hate list this week. Wouldn't that be um, three, four, and five since there's three troop teams? They're all tied for third. Okay. Um, unless they play each other, and then that then that America week is wins. just yeah, that's that's a win. America. Um, wins. But Army versus Coastal Carolina is a game to watch this week, and the troops are going to take care of business. Does, does Virginia Tech, VMI, and the Citadel all fall into that category Texas of the A&M. troops? Texas A and M. No. What about shout out to Ohio State last week? They had Brutus the Buckeye chase or race, not chase, race a bunch of troops down the field at like the first TV timeout. That was kind of a. He was also dressed as if he was a troop. Yeah, interesting. Brutus take. the Buckeye, stolen and, valor. Yeah, stolen valor. Um. Anyways, so all right, that's all I had. Go ahead. I'm with slow. So we have right now in college football, we still have five teams undefeated. The top five teams in the country: Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, Florida State, Washington. Well. 
we also have James Madison and, and James Madison, Club. but they're not bowl eligible, so it doesn't matter. Um, stop tomahawk ch- or Florida State shopping or tomahawk. It's a great part about this country. Shop. I can f- do what I want with freedom. Well, every. <laughs> There's like 180 countries on the planet that have freedom, so where you are free to do that. Yeah, but where are we right now? A country where well, I can do it. I think it's funny that you bring up Florida State or Let's you start chopping because they are not a playoff team. You're wrong. They're not a playoff team. They're undefeated. That They play in the ACC. As you said, Noah Kim could start in the conference as a quarterback in that okay. conference. Who's on the rest of their schedule? North I mean, Alabama. North Alabama. Yeah, Can tell me by the, game. And then they got Florida. Florida. They go to the swamp at night. That's kind of spooky. Scary. That's spooky. Is that Friday? No, it's Saturday, Saturday night. Okay, okay. Saturday night. Because I know they flip yeah. between it being Friday and Saturday. Just, so. I don't know. I just don't understand why. What, they beat good teams. Who? I mean, LSU won. Mm. They have looked a lot. They have not looked anywhere near that good. The rest of the season since they beat LSU, and mm-hmm. LSU is a good football team. But I, would I mean, say, yeah, they're ranked top still. fifteen. Uh, Miami's a rival, and you just said they're going to beat number ten Louisville this week. Yeah, but Louisville's not a good football team. Well, they're going to get Florida State's going to get Louisville in the ACC championship too. So they'll, they'll God, have I need, another. I need Louisville to do something. They'll they could get UNC. Win. They, I they think could. UNC poses a better threat than Louisville does. To I don't Florida think State. anybody has a shot against Florida State's offense is so electric, and their pass rushers are so good. That's all I have. I'm a big Seminoles guy. I didn't bring my sweat or my crew neck today, Thank but God. Uh, the other team I think is very fraudulent and is going to lose this weekend. I think we're all kind of in agreement from discussions we've had. The Huskies. They go to Corvallis at night. That's this isn't basketball. This is football. The Washington Huskies head to Corvallis to take on the Beavers and the Oregon State's final home game in the Pac-12 or the new the, the former Pac-12, whatever you want to call it. Um, the conference formerly known as the Pac-12. Washington is two-and-a-half-point underdogs on the road, even though they're 10-0. After they opened up as a two-point favorite. Points have been swinging. Somebody knows something. That's not people moving that line. That's somebody upstairs going, whoa, this is... I think it's both. Hmm... I don't know. I think they probably saw it and were like, something's not right. Something's not right. I think people were hammering beeves, yeah, but they didn't move it four and a half points, five points. No chance. I, I don't know. Jay, what are you making a to... pick? All right, I'm taking you can Oregon make a State. Corvallis at night. This is the Huskies' first loss incoming. God, I need a Michael Penix loss more than I yes. need air. Give me the Beavers. Honestly, though, I think Oregon could beat them. Well, I think Oregon will beat Washington in the conference championship game should they both make it. Oregon still has to take care of business against Arizona State and Oregon State next weekend. But So I guess Oregon beating a 12-0 Washington team is better for their resume. It, it looks much better and, than beating and, a 11-1 Washington, which will probably and, fall to especially 8 or 9. Because the nightmare scenario for college football is Florida State doesn't lose because they don't play anybody these next three weeks. Then you have Bama beating Georgia in the conference championship game. Michigan, God, I hope Michigan just falls out of it. But still, you have Ohio State or Michigan, the Big Ten champion. You have the Pac-12 champion. Texas might not lose. Bama which, could win out. And then you I have said, a that's one, what I said. Yeah, like, you have Bama, one loss, Georgia, one loss, Bama. Which I think the solution there is just expand the playoff to eight. Yeah. I think that's the smartest solution. They can't do that this year. They are past the time frame, I believe, where they can make a I know they can't do that. Yeah. So like, I'm just saying. Well, you never know. Maybe just on Selection Sunday, they say, hey, guess what? 18 playoff. They that, can do whatever, that, they, they, can do whatever do, they want. You know I don't what, want to hear this. You know so we can't would, do it. You know, you you know what they would do it is if it was at 5, 6, and 7 was Michigan, Bama, 
who's another school that Texas. just uh, Texas. If those three schools are right outside the big, ah, this year we're going to do an eight team. But there's playoff. like a realistic chance that those are the four teams sitting on the outside. I would teams. love it if those three teams so, didn't like, make it. <laughs> I don't want to hear all oh, the money. You would make more money having three rounds of playoffs than two. Like that mathematically speaking. That's why you're expanding to 12 in the first place. And next year we're going to go back to having three teams that are actually good in college football and a fourth fraudulent team making the playoff. But then next year we have 12 teams. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be quite something. Uh, but the playoff needs to be at 12 this year, to be honest, because I think a 12-team playoff this year would be fun. Um, I'm taking Washington in that game, by the way. Interesting. Why? Dogs. Because wide receivers, anybody, anytime you just have somebody that can make plays, I truly think they have three NFL wide receivers on that team. And the Pac-12 shows that it does not play defense whatsoever. So when you have three guys that are – good enough to play at the next level i think you have and a quarterback that's capable of getting them the ball i think you're in a pretty good situation uh, oregon well, state I, can match that I, I got some bad news for you that passing game limited tomorrow 52 rain in corrals, rain. isn't it that oh, does my. change quite a bit i'm sorry i'm not up to date on my uh weather reports in where are they playing Corvallis. oregon state yeah um i still they they need one quarter to be dry and they can put hang thirty <laughs> if they really need to like they can. Oregon State can also run the ball pretty efficiently, which, yeah, which helps I think can be an issue rain. for if, Washington. Yeah. If they eat up, if Oregon State does a good job and just eats up clock, I think yeah. they'll be in a good situation. So if yeah. not, they're going to be in trouble. We also have Michigan traveling to College Park for a big noon kickoff. What's the line on that? Nineteen. I'm gonna, take turps, Mar- I'm gonna take Maryland. Um, We're all taking Maryland, aren't I mean, we? Mich- it's a look ahead spot. For Michigan, Michigan wins, but I think yes. they win by 17. I'm gonna take Maryland, which I is a comfortable spot. win. Um, Nick, you can go ahead before I talk. I just, I don't know. Michigan. This seems like a very. They, they keep building up this Michigan versus everybody thing. It, it's very annoying. But does anyone know what, if Michigan's wearing yellow pants? Yeah. No. I no don't idea. Know. I don't but know the weather report either. For my issue. It always rains there. I, I said coming into the year that, number one, I thought Maryland would win over seven and a half games. They have to win next week at Rutgers and this week as well to get to that total. Well, you also said, I, I said, I, I, I said they were going to beat one of the big three in the Big in the Big Ten East. I thought they could, And I thought Michigan was the team specifically because it's sandwiched in between, Michi- oh, between Ohio State and Penn State. It's on the road for Maryland Senior Day. And I believe I heard the stat this morning, Michigan and Ohio State – in this game in the last, I forget, like nine years, is like 3-15 and 15 against the spread or something like that, or is it 5-13 and 13 against the spread in this game? Interesting. Um, but I think either Maryland wins or I think they get – like I can see a scenario where Michigan blows them out. Like yeah. I don't – I don't really I don't see like, – 17 I, points is not really a close game. Like if it's like they're up 24 and No, I'm talking about like they then, win like 41-7. to seven. Like this game yeah, is never close. I'm saying like Michigan's up like 24 and then Maryland scores a garbage time I don't, touchdown I don't, in the late fourth. I don't see – like I think either Maryland keeps this one super tight or Maryland blows – or Michigan blows them out. But I'm going to stick with it and go with the Terps partly because, you know, shout out Uncle T – and uh, not Tom Brady, we've confirmed. Um, That's good to know. Sad. I thought saw somewhere where they did find who Uncle T was, but I am not going to spew misinformation on these airwaves more than I already do. Um, also in the news, should we inform, inform the people who Uncle T is, just in case they haven't seen the news today? Uh, sure. <laughs> if people have not been on Twitter, so apparently this Uncle T person is a Michigan booster. And he has been the one that has been 
somewhat paying for Connor Stallions to travel across the country in his wide web of people to scout games. And also, I think he tried to get people paid off to destroy evidence or something like that. God, I love that. It, it's outstanding. This, this isn't real. There's no way this is real, right, guys? I think Michigan's out-of-conference next year should have to be Army, Air Force, Navy. Back to back to back. <laughs> And they're going to come out of there well, injured. You know what? what? You're, you're going to get Fresno State, Texas, Texas. and uh, Can't wait till they buy Arkansas out the, State. They should buy out that Texas. Butch Jones takes on Michigan next week or next Is year. Is Butch Jones still there? I remember him crying week one, and that's it. <laughs> they were losing 71. Yeah, they He's a future. Nothing. Yeah, He's yeah Butch, you, you're going to get fired at Arkansas State. <laughs> um He's yeah. a good recruiter, though. Haiki. No, he's not. When he was at Tennessee, rec- dog at recruiting. When he was at Bama, dog at recruiting. Confirmed. He is still at Arkansas State. Oh, yeah. What's the record? Wait, uh, quick trivia question. Do we know where Butch Jones' uh, hometown is? Oh, he's from Michigan. I, he is I, from Michigan. I, I played he, baseball growing up with his nephew. Is it, and went to high school is it Mount Pleasant? It is not Mount Pleasant. Is it west or east side of the state? West. Is it the Grand Rapids? No. Uh, Kalamazoo? No, Saga Talk. Yeah, you know who you know who else is Butch Jones's nephew, Jack Tuttle. Oh God, backup quarterback for Gross. the Wolverines. Yeah, former uh, Indiana Hoosier. Another Hoosier game, Daddy. Yep. I, I've kind of tipped my cap on this one. Do we want to talk about Louisville, Miami? Well, they're fraudulent, and they lost to a. They you lost get them, Jay. They lost Tell to Pitt thirty-eight Tell the people. twenty-one. A two and eight Pitt team led by Pat Narduzzi. Three, three and Future eight. Three and eight. Three and eight. Spartan. Yes, uh, I'm taking. Uh, I'm taking Miami. Yeah, that was one of my. It's a rat line too. Miami's a one point favorite. Six <laughs> a rat line. rat line. Jay's fired up today. <laughs> yes. I love it. Oh, and they also uh, only beat Virginia by seven. So future I will take home Miami. Of Kim. So. Tony Elliott, future Spartan. Uh, okay. Another game. Let's go to three thirty. This is a top twenty Wait, matchup. Can I just mention one thing really quick? Oh God. We, we missed out on a twelve o'clock game. Sacred Heart at UConn. No. Two and eight versus one Stop and talking. nine. Is that a hoops game or why do I care if it's Th- UConn football. football is not real to me. Jim Mora. I'm pretty sure Former Detroit UCLA head coach. Detroit MLK might be able to give <laughs> UConn a run for their money. That's just not true. Okay, move on. Anyways, Please, Georgia takes on Tennessee. Uh, Tennessee got slapped around the field last year in Athens. They now, got slapped last week against Memphis or uh, Missouri. Te- Missouri. Now they host the dogs. They're ten point underdogs. Give me the tiger. Sorry, give me the tigers. tigers. I was still thinking Missouri. Go Tigers. Give me the Bulldogs for sure. Shout out to my dad for thinking that Ed Orgeron should be the next head coach of Michigan State football. Yeah, Go sp- Go <laughs> he goes, Who's who's the guy that does the ads for shorts on TikTok? And the silence. That's that. That was my exact reaction, Nick, of just laughter because I didn't know what the hell he was talking about. And I go, "He's the LSU." I'm like, Ed Orgeron. Oh no, he described him as the guy in the Blind Side. <laughs> what are we? <laughs> nah, Come nah, on, dude. One dad. The there's rails. like there's like five coaches in the Blind Side, including Lou Nick Holtz. Saban. Where's Lou Holtz right now? Um, Nick Saban. We Lou have Holtz. any other games to talk about? That we have are a important. Lot. Uh, what game were we talking about? We're talking Tennessee, about Georgia. Tennessee, Georgia. Yeah. Give, me Georgia. Give me the dogs. Yeah, I think I thought it was easy. I thought I was just gonna make dogs, and then we just go off on a crazy <laughs> random blindside. Yeah, and coaches and Lou Holtz. Come on, guys! I gotta Anyways. go buy a cap and gown. Jeez, oh, <laughs> I keep forgetting that you're graduating. Yeah, spooky. Uh, we Can't already made to be an adult. picks on Washington, Oregon State, Texas heads to Ames, Iowa to take on Iowa State tomorrow night at eight o'clock on Fox. The Cyclones seven and a half point underdogs. I'll Spook, take Texas. Spooky night game, Jay. That's a spooky, spooky line. Spooky. Seven and a half. The Cyclones. 
Last Better time I took than the Cyclones, remember. they were two and a half point favorites against Kansas at home at night, and they lost. So, well, you shouldn't have done that because Jason Bean is that the name of the quarterback? Uh, they're second because Kansas on like their fourth string quarterback at this point. They're yeah. dead. Lance Leipold and Jalen Daniels, future Spartans. You know yes. what? Give me give me the Cyclones in this one to cover. I don't think they win, but I think they cover the seven and a half. I they I, keep it close. Yeah, I think the Cyclones. And the Big 12's chance at a college football playoff appearance. They tell Texas to shove it. And, yeah, give me the Cyclones. Moneyline, Matt Campbell, future Wolverine. Future Spartan. God. Remember when he was like, Michigan might be looking for a new head coach this offseason, so we need to be careful in who we're directing who to where. Matt Campbell used to be linked to the Michigan job when we thought Jim Harbaugh was getting the ax. It might still happen. Uh, he's always linked to it when either Harbaugh's getting the ax, moving to the NFL, <laughs> or going to the NFL. getting suspended. Jonathan, he was linked to the Lions job before Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell. Did you hear that A&M called? Yeah, yeah. why wouldn't they? For Yeah. They got oil money. Get out of here. That's a crazy ass, though. With somebody who's coaching a l- legitimate Super Bowl contender. Okay, but it, this is like, I, I guess the Super Bowl contender part not, but it's the same situation as Harbaugh. It, Texas A&M, Alma Mater played there. You got to at least test the waters. You got. You have to make the phone call, which is what they did. They don't even know if they made an offer. It was like, "Hey, do you want a coach here?" And he told them, "No." That's just. It's so crazy to me. They're they're gonna hire somebody big. Like it's gonna be somebody you don't expect. Kalen DeBoer. You know it'd be crazy. He's staying in Washington. You know it'd be even crazier. They rehire Jimbo. They can't get anybody. <laughs> they Jimbo Fisher Jimbo needs to be a future back. Spartan. What if they move? Get out of here, no. Jimbo Fisher to Jim Harbaugh. How about that? He won't go to A and M. We. Oh God! All right, I think we've made enough picks for the week. Let's let's uh wait. Let's, let's we gotta give our games. locks of the week. Oh yeah, who's your lock? I'm not keeping track of who picks what. Yeah, wait, but we, we just need to give who's, out our locks. Who's your lock of the week, Slug? Um, I wasn't ready for you to go to me first. Literally, okay. Anyway, Jay, who's your lock of the week? I, I, what do you? Oh, how do we not have locks? Number Matt. one, you're on the gambling committee, so I know you have okay, a lock. Well, no, I I would pick Miami, but I'm not allowed to. On this yeah, we already oh, we already picked that okay, game. That's what lock. that was. Nick, who is your lock of the uh, week? Save me. Northwestern plus three. Versus Purdue, last game ever at Ryan Field. Uh, I believe oh, demolition right. starts on Monday. Uh, and Northwestern, I believe, can become bowl eligible on Saturday with the win. I believe you're right. Uh, now full-time head coach. Yep, Dave Braun. Dave Braun. Uh, my, Give me the Wildcats. Uh, I got mine. My Just for the record, for everyone, anybody listening, my legitimate lock of the week was um, Miami minus one. But we can't take that, so it's okay. My next one would be Oregon State. Um, we can't take that either. Um, so I'm gonna go James Madison minus nine and a half. I love it. Go I think Jukes. I think they're angry, and I think they just stomp out everybody for the Co- rest of the year. College game day, going to James Harrisonburg. Madison. They're going to James Madison. Harrisonburg. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Stupid. For me, they should be in Corvallis, but we're gonna shout out the troops and go Air Force minus three over UNLV. Yes! That's a, I mean, they lost on the island the last weekend. Yeah, yeah. Air Force football is dead right now. They've never they been more dead. It's hard to go to the island. They lost to Army two weeks ago. Who sucks? But they're troops. back this week. Give me Air they're Force. They're not back. UNLV is a good football team. Jay, shout out Ricky White. Shout out the uh, troops. Barry Odom. I wouldn't coach. bet against the troops, but Never. I wouldn't bet the troops. You know what I would Jay. bet? The under on any game that a troop team or Iowa. The my, troops are Iowa automatic under bet. Well, of my six picks I'm making this week, five of them have either been talked about or been taken by other locks. So, And I actually really confident in this one. Washington State tonight. Wazoo. Wazoo, yeah, senior like night. They're also their last home game in the 
former Very Pac-12, whatever you want to call it, tough place to play at night, impossible place to get to. You like fly into, I think it's Seattle, and then you drive like two hours. So it's like Penn State. It's a gross yeah. place to get to in that the middle exactly of nowhere. How Penn State What's is also <laughs> right down the road from uh, Pullman, Washington, Moscow, Idaho, home of the Kibbe Dome, University of oh, Idaho. Wow. Um, basketball arena, Washington State yeah. taking on Coach Prime. Both teams four and six yeah. need to get a win to stay below to have an opportunity to be bowl eligible. Give me the Cougars minus four and a half. Coach, you love betting against Colorado. I don't. don't you? They're not good. They're not a good football team. No, I'm just saying. Like every week, I feel like that's your lock is whoever's playing Colorado. I mean, it's a good strategy. No, yeah, I'm, it's it's working. But I just it's they're just like I they lost to Stanford. Are they? When was the last time they won a game? A couple weeks ago. Yeah, like they're so, they're they're, they're, the Arizona, they're one and six no, since week three. Yikes. They beat yeah. Arizona State. No, I think they lost Arizona State. Who'd they no, beat? they did beat Arizona. Uh, they beat Arizona, Arizona State because I thought they, I thought they were going to okay. slap Arizona State and they didn't. Uh, so. Colorado at one and six on conference play. They beat Arizona State on October seventh. Since then, they've lost to Stanford in double overtime at UCLA versus Oregon State and versus Arizona. Give me the Cougars. Um, all right, let's talk. Do we want to talk Michigan anymore? Do we want to make any more jokes about it if we kind of like beat the dead horse? Or do we want to talk future Spartan head coaches? Uh, I would like this future head coaches because I posed the question to you yeah. this morning in a text, and I feel like I should now ask the other people in this room. We are, what, probably a week and a half away from when there should be an announcement of a head coach because you would think it would be on the Monday after the Penn State game because you've had since September. At what point do you start to get worried that this search hasn't really even started yet? Well, I do know Urban's been here at least three Jeez, times. We're going to keep talking about <laughs> um, oh, man. your that, sources. So, no, that, so I'm just saying, so if if he's been here that many times, I would have to assume Maybe other people. like going to Harper's. Other people have been in and out of here. I'm sure he does. The rock bar. Um, if he's smart, he would like a different – East Lansing establishment. Uh, by the way, no free ads. Don't say any establishment. We're not, it's not an advertisement. We're not telling people to go there. Yeah, we're allowed mm, to say the names of places. Yeah, but I don't want to say that name of that place. <laughs> He's so angry. <laughs> that place is that place is spooky. It's where no fun, fun goes to die. It's where, yeah. it's where fun goes to die. Um, Eighty-five dollar cover, so they say. Uh, <laughs> no. So my thing though is if Urban's been here three times and everyone's saying that it's not happening, he's not interested. Uh, I saw somebody who hosts their show was like, oh, they keep on saying Urban's going here. Urban said, made it very clear that I'm that he's not going anywhere. And I was like, yeah, of course you say that because you host a show called the Urban Meyer Show. And if he takes a head coaching job, you're out of a job. Um, so you're going to – What are we – okay, yeah. please continue. So if he's been here three times is the moral of the story. He's using a green pen on Big Noon kickoff. That's that's a Big sign. if true. He had a, green, he had a green tie on a couple weeks ago. Um no, so if he has been here a couple times, you would have to imagine other people have been here as many, if not more, or been on phone calls. Like, unless they're like going because all that, in on Urban, which I don't think is realistic, because I think you maybe have a five percent chance of getting somebody like him here. So, unless they're all in on Urban for some reason, which I wouldn't be against if they get him, but you got to think. Like he's been spotted here quite a few times. Has he actually been spotted? I don't know if I've ever heard anybody because I feel like there are crazy enough people on Twitter that would like snap a picture of him walking somewhere. And I don't haven't heard anything. So people are See, starting to murmur. So, the, God. Here's the thing with the way that this world has become, 
Zoom interviews obviously have become a thing. Right. So that's very possible. Nobody's been on campus because they've been doing Zoom interviews. But you'd think that by now you'd have some names like leaked out there, like they're just trying to get extensions from their schools. And you really haven't seen that. I have a bigger concern. Alan Haller has not come out and said that Harlan Barnett is not the future head coach of this team. Yeah, but are you going to say that during the season? That, yeah, that that teams have would. come out and said okay. that they're like, yeah. I, I, like teams before have come out and said but, he is just the interim. We're going to look for a replacement. So this, it's not like I don't think it's a secret he, that he is looking like, for a replacement. And usually though. they say that the interim is involved, like he's an option to go with. And I guess Harlan could be an option. I swear, if they stick with Harlan, well, the nice thing about Harlan, love Harlan, but no, the nice thing with Harlan, I feel like. I feel bad because, yes, he only has one career win, but that is not the staff that Harlan Barnett would get if he had if he was hired next year. I'm pretty sure he would clear house other than he would probably keep Coach Cap. Who would he go get? Brad Salem? No, I'm just saying. Dave he, Warner, who retired? I'm just saying. I'm sure it would look a lot. The staff would look a lot different. Yeah, Those it, are all Mel Tucker guys. But it would look a lot the same. Like, it, would it would look like a D'Antonio Disciples. Which, exactly. which would be disgusting, and we would still would be, be sitting at 5-7 and seven season. Oh, five, that's better than 3-7 and seven right now. If you're not going to a bowl game, who cares, in my opinion? Like, I think... If you're below six wins, I'm sorry. You haven't had to call Jay Johnson's offense for two years in a row where it has been. If you were the one that delayed your graduation. I don't feel bad. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, that. I don't know. It, that offense is so bad. It is so, like, not exciting. Like, ever. When are, when are you like, oh, this offense is electric? <laughs> like, have, have you said that since Kenneth Walker was here? Or the games where Kenneth Walker was here and didn't play? Like, Purdue. No, Ohio State. No, he played against Purdue. He played really well against Purdue. He he did not finish the game against Purdue. He had over 120 yards on the ground. Yeah, I think in the first half. But I'm just saying, like uh, the Akron game last year when they won like 50 to nothing. That was a fun offense. Akron doesn't count. I'm sorry. Anyways, Jay, when you got anything? Sorry for taking. All I'm gonna say is if they make some safe hire. I'm not going to really name names, but if they make a <laughs> name, uh, name, name names, okay, pick, well, pick a name. Okay, Tony Elliott. If they hire <laughs> Tony Elliott, I there's there's going to be a lot of empty seats in Spartan Stadium the next God. four to five years. Do I? All you guys um, are either graduating or have graduated, um, so you have to worry about this. Do I buy student season tickets next year? No. Well, if if so, if I will take a, a vote. We'll take it to a vote. The, do I buy them? Because I've had people tell me I have to buy them because why wouldn't you? Or it's your senior year. But I genuinely have no interest unless it's Urban Meyer, and even then, I might not. Mm. So I mean, and take into account the home games are Florida Atlantic, Lafayette, they're pretty garbage. Louisiana, and then we have Ohio State, Ohio State Iowa, Iowa, Purdue, and Illinois. We go to Illinois, I think. Oh, um. I can't remember who the last I game think, is. No, I think Illinois comes here. They're in Eugene but, next year, right? I know. And I, Ann Arbor. I thought maybe maybe we do go to or maybe they we do bring it in Illinois. The only it's worthy the only big, worthy really. game. Nobody big. I don't think I'm missing out not spending 180 bucks on student tickets. You know what? This is my message to and anybody. And a mid t shirt. If, if you're ever on the fence of getting tickets or not, it, for multiple like you're always like, I don't know if I'll get them or not. Look at the schedule and do they play Michigan at home? If they play Michigan at home, your student section ticket for that game will pay if you don't want to go and you sell it, we'll pay for your entire season. I love so that they're giving not, people advice. So they're not playing they're not playing Michigan at home. If you're not if you're on the border, don't get tickets. Yeah, don't get because t- you're not gonna yeah. sell them and be able to get your money back. Or if you even want to go, you'll be able to get them 
below market right. value. Or, or just ask your parents out. for them for Christmas, and then there you go. Easy gift I, for them. I have a lot of things I can ask my parents for for Christmas. Michigan State football tickets would not be one of them. Well, ask Santa Claus. Anybody, anybody have anything else they want to talk about? Jake? Yeah, yeah, I do, actually. Uh, what do you guys think about the uniforms this week? Black helmet, yeah, white uh, jerseys? Out, 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 black pants? Out black black be, numbers would look I cool. I was just going to say, I'd be in if they changed the number and the lettering, the black, and left the jerseys white, but just like had a black and, number, and black letters. <laughs> no. Should. Honestly, that would look cool with the helmet that already has the splash on it. Yeah, but they don't need it. If they just made them white and black, they would look cool. It would be enough. It would be enough. My problem is actually the helmets. Like, you need a white outline on the Spartan logo. You can't see that thing. They did it with the green ones and the white ones against Michigan, too. They did, like, green with a green outline on the Spartan head, and then they did white with a, like, white and gray outline. The basketball team does it with their black jerseys with, like, black Spartan head with the gray outline. The which jerseys? The like the are oh, you talking about the green the white helmets they wore against Michigan? No, I'm yeah, a couple of years ago. How last I had, year, all it had a green outline. Yeah, I thought it had a gray or like green. a gray because they it's, were like all white. Yeah, it was all white with a green outline, and then you have the green helmets they wore against Michigan in twenty one had a white outline, so that way you can I see it. Don't I think it was like a different color green. I could be wrong. It could have just been a green Spartan helmet. Get your swatches out. Yeah, like I, you're at uh, Sherman Williams. Um, Anybody? Anything else? JMU not being able to be bowl eligible. That's I, garbage. I Very have garbage. Uh, JMU is an all sports school. J- JMU okay. is a very so J- good okay. sports school right now. Do you guys know why they have that rule in place? Because uh, uh, wasn't it because they were transitioning from? But do, do you know why? But do you know why they have it in place for yes, transitioning schools? It was because not. of Marshall in like ninety seven or ninety eight when they transitioned up and they played in the MAC. They dominated like out of the gate with recruiting, which is why they got Randy Moss and like Chad Pennington and people. Well, they got Randy that. Moss because the scholarship and, got, and, it pulled because he was a criminal. Well, that too, but <laughs> it, because of the transition, that made it easier for them to get him. Um, the other thing they do too is because when you go from I don't remember the, I think it's in FCS football you have sixty three scholarships I believe it's somewhere sixty three yeah sixty three then and. FBS college football, it's 85. So you have to make the jump of 22 scholarships. That's 22 full rides, which is a lot of money. Also, because of Title IX, you have to add in another 22 female scholarships. So that's 44 total scholarships plus everything on top of that of travel and just different stuff. So that's a financial commitment that the schools have to make. So from that standpoint of you're in a probation period, of you have to make sure you can sustain having an athletic program. Now, is it fair to just say that you can't participate in postseason sports? I don't know if that's the right way to handle it, well, but I don't disagree with the NCAA. Number one, the rule is there, and like they're not going to just change the rule for JMU. And um, so I don't. Have, I'm not mad that they didn't well, overturn it. And, and it's the transitional period. So when Marshall jumped, they played a half. They didn't play a full uh, NCAA div- or NCAA D1 or what was it? Single A, yes, FBSA or Double right. A. So they didn't play full. Schedules they were half and half, so them being undefeated wouldn't fare. Right. James Madison's argument was we didn't take that transitional year. We went straight into playing a full FBS schedule. We didn't play any FCF yeah, schools. With the FCS, their last year there, they still played in the CAA. They didn't go independent that year. Exactly. So, so they didn't have that transitional year, which is normally one of those two. Well, because the same happened with Appalachian State and Georgia Southern in 2014. They moved up to the Sun Belt. 
they were good right away and they weren't eligible for postseason play because of the same rule. And well, they, the NCAA didn't Well, Jacksonville State only has to deal with it for one year because last year they in the FCS, yep. they did went to 85 scholarships, but because of that, the FCS said you cannot play in postseason, but they just did it anyways mm-hmm. and they went undefeated. Um, there's, I, I don't... I'm and torn about it. This is the second year. This is their second JMU. year. This is the second year. Both teams are bowl eligible next year. I don't think it's. I have mixed feelings about it. Do I think it's the right way to keep you on a probationary period? I think there needs to be a way to enforce to make sure schools are making that um, commitment with the money and the financial commitment. But I don't know if punishing the athletes and saying because it's not a Marshall so like teams don't do that anymore. It's not what we have to worry about. Um, so I don't know, but. I just I see people just saying it's not fair. There's a reason the rule is there. I just think it they can should they change it? Probably, but the ruling the NCAA made on the appeal I don't think was the wrong. I decision. think every situation is different too, so I think it should be like a a preliminary rule. But I think you should be like they could have overturned it if they wanted to, and then just been like this is it. But there is exceptions where we Maybe. can bypass it. Anything else anybody has to add? We've been going now for 45 minutes. Johnson's shorter than I thought this episode would be. Because next week, we don't have an episode next week, folks, unfortunately. We can do a Zoom. Not doing a Zoom call. Black Friday football. Yeah, we could, uh, we could sit down and sit at the Zoom right after Thanksgiving dinner for all of us. <laughs> I'm not hearing any of it. I'm not doing that. I, I was going to say, I'll like, we could do, like, a Zoom on, like, Tuesday. And just, like, because it's rivalry week. It's kind of a big week, you There's know? a big game on Friday. Yeah, Oregon plays Oregon State next exactly. Friday. Exactly, like Civil we, War. We could even get not, some. Not called that. We could anymore. even get not, some. No, uh, that was the, uh, the Oregon Oregon State football. Rivalry. They play for a platypus, really? which I love. I, yeah, which is we might, could get some like uh, alums back on. Get a like we, little Trent Bally. <laughs> Nick Burke can come back. I was saying we Luke have Sloan. an alum sitting right in front. Of, I'm Luke just Sloan saying was we, supposed to be on the show, we and could, he just bailed to go to the Riv. Well, so. respect to Luke Sloan. He's a gritty individual. He took the catabus to the bar. I don't know if you guys saw that text yet. That he texted all of us saying that. Outstanding. So, anyways. He's my hero. Next we have a Butler basketball game to get to, so that's going to do it. Biggie Hoops, let's go. Butler takes on Michigan State tonight on these WDBM Airways. AJ Evans, Zach Sardinic on the call. Make sure to tune in to Zach and I on the call tomorrow afternoon in Bloomington as Michigan State takes on the 3-7 and seven Hoosiers looking to improve to 4-7. and seven. Jada Coster as well. You have all the written content, live tweeting. Nick Burt providing the rough, the rough Rider report. Yeah, is even a Grey Cup this weekend. Grey Cup this can, Sunday. Can I just mention that really you can quick? Talk about the Grey Cup. If uh, you'd like. It's Montreal, Winnipeg. Game is on CFL Plus. Nobody. Has it's, that. On, it's on ESPN. Nope. It's not anymore. <laughs> no, because ESPN doesn't have the rights for the CFL, so it's on ESPN Plus only streaming. But Winnipeg's going to win the Grey Cup again. Sad to say. But. Okay. Well, thank you from our resident. <laughs> CFL owner and rules expert. He has helped us out on broadcast for those of you who have been listening all year. Um, that's going to do it for Spartan Red Zone this week. Thank you all for listening. Make sure if you haven't been listening live, thank you for tuning in to the recorded version. You can check out Spartan Red Zone every week on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, Odyssey sometimes, I think, and impact89fm.org slash sports. You, you do realize if we don't do an episode next week, this is our last episode. No, we haven't. You guys who? That's your maybe your last episode. Season, yeah, you're, you're gonna have a new head coach to review. We have, we have we we're gonna find stuff to talk about. Bowl oh, season. Time. Bo Nix being awarded. You the find Heisman. a way to do it remote, and I'll be on every episode. I said that week two. Why would we cater to you? Oh, okay. Anyways, thank you all for I'll listening. That. Oh wow. Well. Anyways, that's yeah, gonna do it. Like, thank you all for listening. Uh, we will see you tomorrow. Hopefully, you will tune into the football broadcast if you'd like. 
This has been Spartan Red Zone on WDBM East Lansing.